Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. We've uh, mentioned this uh, this week, uh, but it's interesting. You know, smokers um, uh, will soon be warned by every cigarette by about the health dangers that accompanies the habit. As of yesterday, the new Health Canada regulations uh, come into effect. The call for warning labels on individual cigarettes. On the paper around the filter in both English and French, the various cautions will cover the potential harm to children and to the damage done to organs causing impotence uh, and uh, leukemia. Uh, Manufacturers have until the end of July of 2024 to comply on king-size cigarettes with regular-size cigarettes coming into compliance by the end of April of 2025. So this started yesterday, but you're not going to exactly see it right away. Uh, Rob Cunningham is the Senior Policy Analyst for the Canadian Cancer Society and joins us now. Rob, uh, appreciate the time today. Kevin, good to be with you. So this is a world first. How does a message on the cigarette itself build upon the warning labels that we already have in place? So I think it's very complementary uh, to the warnings that are on cigarette packages. Bringing, having a warning on individual cigarettes really brings warnings to a new level. It really says, it says something about the nature of this product. And it's really well uh, targeted. You know, it's going to reach every smoker every day with every cigarette, every puff, Gonna be there during every smoke break. You know, someone's outside for five minutes, and it's gonna reach every community in the country. Um, so it, it, it's simply a warning that cannot be ignored. It's gonna make people think. Um, and you know, we have 14 different uh, warnings, new warnings that are gonna appear on the packages uh, next spring. Um, the current ones haven't changed uh, since 2012. It's quite a long time. But there are so many health effects of smoking that you can't get them all in the package. And that's why, um, you know, poison in every puff, you know, cigarettes cause leukemia. You know, there are different messages that can be on the individual cigarettes. Six all together, a set of six rotations, so they're, they're not all the same. Uh, leukemia, we've never had a health warning in Canada about smoking leukemia, so that's new. That's good. And then after a couple of years, they're, they're going to have a new set of six just to keep them fresh. So it's, a, it's an innovation. It's supported by research. Uh, the first research study was done in 2006 by the Canadian Cancer Society here in Canada. There's now 25 studies in Canada and other countries, and collectively, they really provide compelling evidence that this is an effective measure. So that's interesting. So I was because I'm curious. You know, uh, when we've seen uh, smoking rates over time go down, how how much of that is from warning labels? How much is that from uh, you know, education over the dangers, how much is that of maybe something else I'm not even thinking of? Well, I mean, it's, there are many contributing factors, and it's hard to isolate one because there's many things happening at the same time. But that's right. You know, the, the taxation, the smoke-free places, the restrictions on advertising and sponsorship, the package warnings. Now we have plain packaging, so you can't have the tobacco brand colors on, on the pack. Um, the, you know, the public education um, you know, the ban on menthol cigarettes, all of these contribute as part of a comprehensive strategy, cessation programs, and we need to keep at it. And uh, you know, we, we have made progress in 1965, 50% of Canadians smoked, including 61% of men. The most recent numbers, that's down to 12%. Um, and we have an objective of 5% by the year uh, 2035 to get under that number. It's achievable. Um, we still have 3.8 million Canadians who smoke, uh, so there's lots of work that remains to be done. Does some of that work uh, include uh, vaping or, or marijuana? I wonder if 
uh, the the progress here is undermined by the that kind of kind of growing. Well, for cannabis, we've not yet seen indication that it's undermined. Certainly, we're we're quite concerned. We're watching, you know, from 2018. Um, you know, there's in many people uh, who smoke uh, cannabis include tobacco as part of what they roll together, rolling tobacco and cannabis together. And you know, there's a concern that you know that could multiple times could lead to addiction to um, to tobacco. But so far, we've not yet seen uh, you know a material adverse impact on on smoking. Now, youth vaping is of enormous concern. The rates have really increased, and we have a vast number of youth and young adults who vape and have never smoked. That's not supposed to be happening. E-cigarettes legalized with when they had in terms of products containing nicotine back in 2018. You know, they were, they had a role and they're here to stay. You know, intended uh, you know for smokers unable to quit. Um, but uh, all we have more than 500 thousand. Canadians um, who vape but have never smoked. And that's a problem. So there's a need for regulations um, with respect to vaping as well. There's no, there's no health warning uh, going to be required directly on uh, vaping devices, you know, but who knows in the future. Health Canada may evaluate how this goes with uh, cigarettes, and that might be an opportunity to get a message across, especially to youth. With regards to the individual warnings on cigarettes, uh, is, the, is the world watching? Would you expect this to spread elsewhere? The world really is watching. There has been incredible international media coverage of this announcement. Already, Australia and Norway have uh, stated that they're looking to follow the uh, the Canadian world precedent. Uh, Canada set the world precedent back in 2001 to require picture warnings on packages of cigarettes. Um, there's now 135 countries that have followed that uh, Canadian first. There are several hundred studies to show that larger picture warnings uh, on cigarette packages are effective. And this is a measure that is very simple for governments to do. They, um, it, it costs them nothing. They determine the messages, and they require uh, tobacco companies to pay for the printing. Um, as you say, they're going to be over where the filter portion is of a cigarette. And, um, you know, especially for low-income countries that don't have a lot of resources. And um, in many low-income countries, uh, cigarettes are often purchased individually. Um, and so that's all the more important without the back. So in Canada, we know from experience that many uh, teenagers who experiment with smoking um, will obtain an individual cigarette from a friend. They may not see that warning on the package, uh, and, um, but having that warning on the cigarette is going to hit home for them. Many young people are not as aware of the health effects as they will be later on uh, when they're an adult. And it's a perfect uh, form of public education targeted at youth. Uh, with respect to the health effects. That's important. We know that health concerns are a reason why many youth do not start. And also, a warning on the cigarette makes the cigarette less attractive, less cool. The teenagers are very concerned about appearance and their peer group. Uh, so that's another reason why I think this is going to help to reduce um, uh, youth smoking. We will follow with interest. Rob, as always, I appreciate the time. Thanks, Devin. That's Rob Cunningham, a senior policy analyst for the Canadian Cancer Society.